when you have this great idea, it's so good that you have that passion, but it's seeing what is already going on. Because even though you have this idea, you might be a better plug for another nonprofit that's already doing it. Maybe you have these different ideas that are so aligned with theirs, but they just don't have that little boost yet. And you could be the boost. Welcome to another episode of the ROI podcast presented by the Indiana University Kelly School of Business. I'm your host, Matt Martella. Here on the show, our mission is to help organizations make better business decisions. So if this is your first time joining us, I just want to take a minute to welcome you into the Kelly family and let you know that this show exists specifically for you. If you're an organizational leader or you have aspirations of growing in leadership within your organization or branching off um, and you're wrestling with the question, you're wrestling with the problem, you don't know what to do next, you don't know what steps to take in developing your own personal leadership, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Or maybe you want to hear some from some of our faculty, get a sense of what's happening out in the business world, let us know. And finally, if you know of someone who would make an awesome guest for our show any of those things apply to you, send us an email to ROIPod. That's R-O-I-P-O-D at IUPUI.edu. Again, R-O-I-P-O-D at IUPUI.edu. There's no question when we are, just take a minute to reflect upon the world in which we live. Each and every single one of us, I would argue, has something deep down that drives us bananas in a good way. It's a pain point we see that is directly tied to something we hold as a passion. Now what? That is a lot of word soup. What the heck am I even talking about? Well, let's say for instance, you know, you're walking down the street, you see someone in need, you see someone who is maybe just needs a little bit of help and something deep inside of you is saying, man, I need to do something about this. I need to change something or take action into something or something needs to change. It could be small things, whether that's around our homes, around our neighborhoods, in our family, to massive global scales like, you know, injustices that we see um, day in and day out or, you know, a, a very a number of issues and topics that can expand the globe there is something that ties directly to our hearts. The only question is, when we are starting to feel those pain points, when we're starting to feel this tug that something has to happen, what do we do with it? Sometimes it feels so overwhelming, we don't know what to do other than just go on with our day and just pretend like it doesn't happen. But I would argue there is steps to take. We want to talk about how do you take the passion that you're feeling? How do you take these pain points that you see and how do you turn it into action? That's going to be the topic of our show today. And so I am honored to be joined by the founder of More Magazine, making opportunities reachable for everyone. She is also the Director of Marketing and Outreach at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Central Indiana. Ariana Cruz, thank you so much and welcome to the ROI Podcast. Hey Matt, thank you so much. That was an outstanding intro and I love how you frame that. I'm so excited to be here. Well, and you know, and it sticks right to the heart of your story. You know, you are, you just got a brand new role, which congratulations, um, you know, in your new role that you're stepping into. And on, on top of that, just graduated college not too long ago and 
starting your own magazine. I mean, this is, you're definitely uh, striving for excellence. Um, but I want to take a step back because it didn't start overnight. Like you didn't wake up and all of a sudden, you know, like just start hitting the ground running. You know, there was, there was something that started to spark this passion, this pain point. You know, I want to go back into your story and talk about what was the first initial thing or set of things you started to see in your world that you were like, man, something's got to change. There's a lot of different pieces, I feel like, to the journey of how we got to where we are now. And I think a lot of what we do in our lives is based on a million different small experiences that we have or things that we see, like you said. And just growing up, I remember um, just wanting to do something in everything that I did. I wanted what I did to be impactful. I wanted it's not that I wanted to be like the nicest kid at school or anything like that. I was just like, man, what we say has impact and like what we do also has impact. And like, how can I live a life that makes the most positive impact rather than negative or like almost just neutral. Um, And so throughout high school, I volunteered a lot. And when I moved to Indianapolis to go to Kelly, I was so excited to see there was the Kelly Indy Cares Club and there was a day of volunteering where a bunch of different nonprofits came to table and we got the opportunity to connect with them. And it was just through college that I was kind of figuring out like my strengths and understanding what I was good at and helping the community that I was like, man, there's literally so much to do. And like you said, there are a million different missions and we are all only one person. And I think I had to take a step back because at one point I had two part-time jobs, 18 credits. I was volunteering at like three different nonprofits and then like doing all of the things with my student orgs. And I was like, this is way too much. And I mean, that saying of spreading yourself too thin is so true. And it's like, what can I like narrow down to be the most impactful? And I think of that a lot in like everything that I do now, because I mean, in every part of your life, there's so much for you to do, but you really do have to narrow it down to see what can I knock out first that will really help me move forward? Or what can I start to work on that will have a greater impact in a month or so? So with the magazine, it kind of started with me wanting to do like one photo shoot. I saw this really inspiring video from Girls, Girls, Girls on Instagram, and it was talking about the juxtaposition that women are put in on on the daily, like be glamorous, but be natural, be curvy, but don't be fat and all these different things. And I was like, man, I want to do a photo shoot that like emphasizes that. And then as I was exploring it, I was like, oh, there are so many different topics that come from this one topic. And for me, I was like, I don't know how to address all of these issues at one time. And I was like, I don't need to address them at one time. And so I realized like breaking it down, it was easier to have separate articles and it kind of started coming together in that way. You know, and I want to go back to what you said something about how you had this goal of, you know, you, you know, how you phrased it is you didn't want to be the nicest kid in your school, but you wanted to make an impact. And from the, from the get go, and I think that stems to kind of the heart of, of humanity. You know, I think so many people want to do something that matters. They want to do something and be a part of something that's bigger than ourselves, that takes us out of our own way of thinking and makes a massive impact or even just some impact. Uh, in the world in which we live. And, you know, and I think you said something really interesting that I want you to talk further about was the idea of, you know, you can't 
fix all these problems overnight. And some are just so big and you don't even know where to begin. But you were saying something about how you just started doing little things in your life, little things, you know, in your neighborhood, in your group of friends that started to, you know, bring on little bits of change that over time, you know, does create when we step back like, wow, like I didn't know the impact this was having, you know, so go back and talk about how you had to, you know, when you take such a massive dream or you take such a massive problem that you want to fix, how do you boil it down to say, okay, how can I individually contribute on a smaller scale that's going to have an impact, you know? And so we don't, so it tries to help us get away from being so overwhelmed by what's ahead. The first example that comes to mind for me, and it's something that as I've grown the magazine and stepped into, it's something that I try to work into like my leadership skills and it's not interrupting people because when you don't interrupt people, you are validating their voice. You are giving them that space to share what they want to share. And it's been such a big difference. I noticed in college that I would just get really excited about stuff and enthusiastic and I would start talking when other people were talking and like it was just one day that I was like man I kind of interrupt a lot I need to not do that because I know I hate it when people interrupt me and like that was something probably really annoying but really small for me to just start being like cognitive of and it was so cool because once someone would finish what they were saying and I would join the conversation it was like just so much easier to continue building and building and building. And that I noticed in a lot of my like relationships, professional and personal, that like it made a huge difference in how that relationship grew then. And then that transfers to the magazine because for me, it's like we're providing this platform for voices and stories. And for the magazine, we strive to curate content that educates, inspires, and calls people to action. And most often, our audience and people in general resonate with personal stories and hearing personal accounts. And so by providing that platform, we are providing this information or call to action or inspiration for people in the most easily digestible way because it's something that they can connect to. And so I feel like something as small as just not interrupting or being cognitive of your personal actions in regards to somebody else is like the easiest first step. You know, I want to start taking a step toward you. We, we frame this whole conversation around the massive vision. You know, there's this pain point. There's this big problem in the world or in, in our world or the, you know, world abroad that is just like screaming at us to, to address, you know, so for you, what is, what is the end goal? Like, what is, what is your hope? And, you know, when you're saying you want to make a change, you want to make an impact, what does that, what's the big impact that you're looking uh, to accomplish or to, or to create in this world? It's in our, it's in our name, making opportunities reachable for everyone. And I think that that can look so different for so many different people. And I think that that's the really exciting part about it. Um, I think making an opportunity available or reachable or whatever for somebody can just come from sharing a resource. I used to tutor with School on Wheels and I remember there was this boy who was so, so smart and but I was tutoring him at a homeless shelter. So obviously like home life was not super stable, but he was so smart and I saw his grades. He talked about his extracurriculars and I asked him, I'm like, where do you wanna go to college? And it was so cool because a lot of the kids that we tutored were like, oh, you guys go to IUPUI, we can see your school from our window. And it's like, there's that little subtle goal, like cool thing that they have. But when I asked him about what he wanted to do, he said, oh, well, I don't know. I probably won't go to college 
we can't afford it. I don't really know what like options are at all. And when I mentioned scholarships to him, because I mean, that's how I was able to afford to go to college. He had no idea what they were. And so for me, like that was making one opportunity reachable for someone because it's like, there is a path, there is a way for you to further your education. And so, like I said, with curating the content, I really think that like people's horizons and opportunities and paths can be so just tripled and multiplied when you are aware and educated on the different resources available to you. One thing, I mean, you could have taken that vision. I mean, it is a grand vision, and I think it's perfect because you could have taken that vision a million different ways. You know, like there's obviously you could have probably started your own nonprofit that's, you know, directly helping another like school on wheels type program that comes in or a bridge, you know, company to help get, you know, people who who don't realize they can get into college into college. I mean, but, you know, you decided to take a different approach and more magazine came kind of out of this. And so how do you, how did you boil it down where this seemed like your first step? You know, how did you take this massive dream, this big passion, and then how did the magazine, you know, become your first step in accomplishing this overarching goal? So I think there's a lot of people working towards this brighter, better tomorrow. And I'm a firm believer in working smarter, not harder. And there are so many nonprofits in the Indianapolis area across the states that are doing incredible, incredible things. And I just realized with my skill set, with like the business side and marketing and my design work that I was like, I could join a nonprofit that is heavily aligned with my goals. But as I was volunteering, I just felt like I was beginning to think bigger and bigger picture. And so I remember I connected with um, CHIP, the Coalition for Homelessness Intervention and Prevention of Indianapolis. and. I was walked through because I wasn't really sure exactly. Like I knew there were a lot of shelters downtown. There's a lot of food pantries. I didn't really understand how it worked. And I didn't want to just jump in without kind of understanding what was already in the arena and what was already at play. And I was so fortunate. I got to speak with their executive director, Chelsea, and she shared more about how they're a hub. They connect resources with the shelters, with the people that need it. They help facilitate um, between like the city council side of it and like what's happening in progress, what can be implemented now. And I loved the idea of that hub because it's not like they're trying to reinvent the wheel. They are simply providing those resources to the people that need them, but they're not like taking over and like being the shelters. And so I feel like for me, that's kind of where I felt like I would fit because I love connecting with people. I know that I'm, never scared to like say hi to someone or like start talking about a project. And so for me, that seemed like the most efficient way, I guess, to start approaching this big, huge mission. You know, and as you think about how would you coach or guide or help people who may be in a similar situation, you know, where they have this massive, massive dream, you know, they, they see something in their community, they see something in their area, they see something just even within their family. And they're like, man, I don't know how to even take the first step. I just know this has got to change. Something's got to happen. And it revolves around this really large, you know, umbrella, you know, so how would you guide based on your story, people to really reflect and begin to find, all right, what is the first step for me? Like there's are there are so many options I can take, but which one is the quote unquote right step to be the first step? This actually has been a recent conversation. I have a friend who I had previously been mentoring from also Kelly and 
she moved to the Indianapolis area and she has this really cool idea of like sharing stories for Indianapolis with like the different veterans, homeless, um, refugees and all the different stories that are here. And I remember when we started talking about it, I was like, this is so cool. But have you done research? Do you know if anyone else is working towards a project like this? And so, again, I feel like when you have this great idea, it's so good that you have that passion, but it's kind of mapping it out and seeing what is already going on. Because even though you have this idea, you might be a better plug for another nonprofit that's already doing it. Maybe you have these different ideas that are so aligned with theirs, but they just don't have that little boost yet. And you could be the boost. And so I feel like connecting with your community or wherever you want to start it, or like those in your industry, if it's something for a new industry or community, that it's just taking that first step and asking questions. I feel like I had so many informational interviews and um, in Indianapolis, we have Pattern by Polina and it's so incredible. And I wanted, when I first started thinking of this, I was like, man, should I just reach out to her and like see if we should partner on this? But as I explored it more, I realized that while we're both like in the creative space, we are working towards different things and she's doing Startup 317. And I know she was on the leadership board for Indie Maven, which is an amazing work that's also connecting women and creating a space for questions and people's missions and goals, which I think being part of communities like that gives you a place to share your ideas and talk through them and like have sounding boards, which I think is the most important part of it. I know before I even put anything out about more, I talked about it with like my circle because I was like, I need you guys to talk me down if this is a crazy idea or if this is something I should explore. And obviously when you were going into that, I mean, there's no question, you know, to be very honest, I mean, print magazine, print journalism, print media is, is a declining market for sure. You know, so to enter a declining market nonetheless with this dream and vision, I mean, you're only stacking the odds against you, but I give you so much, you know, credit for, for at least taking steps and moving forward. And I want to talk with you. I mean, that, that could just be one of the struggles, but even personally, you know, even uh, professionally, you know, talk about some of the struggles of when you started, okay, more magazine, this is my first step. I got to go. You start doing, you know, you start putting in the work. Talk about the struggles of getting it off the ground and how did you push through those tough moments of like starting a magazine? My favorite part is creating the content. And at the same time, that is something I can struggle with. I had to come to terms with, we are going to put this issue out. We're going to have this article and it's not going to cover everything. It's going to start the conversation. It's going to be that first step for somebody else exploring their own education or inspiration and call to action. And so that for me was the biggest thing. And again, it's taking this huge, massive mission and goal and bringing it back down to something that's attainable and approachable. Because if I wanted to have a magazine that like covered absolutely everything, I would never publish. We would never launch. It's basically impossible to have something that is completely all encompassing of a single topic. And so that for me was the biggest struggle of being like, okay, Take a step back, breathe. We're getting it started. When you start a big project and you still have this overarching dream, you know it's so easy still to get almost 
pulled away to something else. You start the magazine and you go, oh man, that only unlocks so many more issues that I need to try to address. And you, you find that when you try to solve a problem, 10 more problems arise every time you seem to take a step forward. So in this journey, you know, how do you stay grounded and what keeps you grounded on, on the mission that, you know, you set out for yourself on the mission of more and on the mission of overall, you know, creating opportunities that reach everyone. Honestly, I'm sure everyone can relate with like 2020. I feel like a lot of us got into podcasts and I don't know why it's so much different than like reading a book, but when you hear it in your head, um, a lot of the podcasts I was listening to were talking about like leadership and practicing self-talk and I mean, using yourself as a soundboard and like talking through things in your head. And I feel like that for me is something that I frequently do. I'll talk through it with myself and I'll like write it out because I mean, it is a lot and it is so easy to be like, oh, well, we could do this and we could do that. And then maybe we'll do this later and then forget about like what we even started with. And I think asking myself, what does this do? Or like, how does this move us forward next? Every time I like think of a big project, like we just launched Founder to Founder. And that has been so cool. I am able to interview different founders of different industries. And it's so incredible to hear their stories and then how they also took that big first step. And for me, I was like, is this something that... I'm just doing because I want to talk to more female founders or is this something for the magazine? And as we make these partnerships and we are highlighting incredible stories, I think the consumers are also becoming incredibly aware of who they're supporting with their dollars. And so for me, launching founder to founder was providing the opportunity for these brands to be connecting with consumers who care about what they care about. And it's also providing consumers the opportunity to get to know these brands. And so that for me goes back to our mission of making the opportunities reachable for everyone because it's providing that channel of conversation. And, you know, I want to talk about your impact because, you know, obviously you see, you see a lot, you've been a part of a lot. You, I mean, the organizations you're, you know, creating and being a part of and partnering with, you know, what have you seen um, that this magazine has started to accomplish that you never dreamed possible? And then how has that, you know, inspired you or only filled your passion tank? I feel like every time I'm kind of like, man, because I mean, there's times when it like, it's the day before launch, and I'm up to like three, and I'm packing all of these orders to go out. And I include handwritten notes with every single purchase of a magazine. And I'm like, are they reading this? Like, do they care? And I get messages and DMs from people who buy our magazines or people who just read it online. And they're like, this stuck with me so much. I printed it off or I tore it out of the magazine and I keep it in my purse or I hung it by my workstation. So I see it every day like that to me gives me chills even now just thinking about it but like that for me is such an impact because it's like somebody's story resonated so much with somebody else that it's making them want to be reminded of it that regularly and for me it's just it reminds me of how much bigger this is than myself like I'm doing this because I love it and I love working with people and creating all of this but it's giving other people the opportunity to like not feel so alone. I mean, we do talk about these serious topics and sometimes when I come up with them, I'm like, is this just me? Or like, 
I need to bounce this off of somebody and I'll start talking it through with like a writer or a potential photographer. And they're just like, you know, I felt like this just a couple weeks ago. And I'm just like, okay, so like we, this is obviously a common theme. And I remember when we did the, what was it? It was women in the media. It was in our first issue. And it talked about just women representation in terms of directors and actresses and it was so crazy because as we were doing it, I was like, man, I never even thought about the director side. And I have friends who are in the arts and she was like, I would love to be a director, but I've never had a female director myself. So it's just really not something I even think about. And so it's just been really cool to see that impact and see the conversations that are coming from what we're putting out. You know, so what's the next step? I mean, you you have more magazine. It's off. It's running. You know, th- this this facet of your dream is, is taking off. You know, but what's the next step for you now that as you look ahead and you begin to think, all right, or how what's going to be my next move? Because some people are like, okay, I, I'm doing this one thing, but I need to start planning step two. You know, what is step two for you? And then how does that relate? Or how do you you know help others to figure out and roadmap you know their step toward this overarching goal? for, for, you know, that you have for yourself? Yeah. So, I mean, in our second issue, we kind of started our like phase two, if you want to call it that. And we started this nonprofit neighborhood. And so with my history of working with nonprofits, they hold a very big part of my heart and a lot of their missions do as well. And so what we do with the neighborhood is we offer, I think it's six free ad packages for every issue. And we know it's a nonprofit, so we know that like marketing budgets are always not big. We know that a lot of them might just be starting off, but they just kind of need that little boost, that first step. And so our way of making their opportunity reachable is providing them with our platform. We're like, please utilize us to share what you are doing. And I mean, we do that with our partnerships, but those are paid. And so for our neighbors, it's really cool to create this space of here is our audience. They care and they are very actionable. Connect with them. And we have a Facebook group for our nonprofits. And it's cool because they're able to ask questions if they have questions about like marketing or Google ads or anything like that. And we can kind of just share feedback and allow them that space to bounce ideas off of one another. But I mean, yes, the goal is so big. And so, I mean, there are a lot of different ways to do it. But that for me was like the next feasible and like meaningful connection to make for us. Again, Ariana Cruz, founder of More Magazine, making opportunities reachable for everyone. She's also the director of marketing and outreach at Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Central Indiana. Ariana, thank you so much for being our guest and sharing your story and wisdom here on the ROI podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Matt. This was a really good time. (laughs) This has been another episode of the ROI podcast presented by the Indian University Kelly School of Business. I'm your host, Matt Martella. Here on the show, our mission is to help organizations make better business decisions. We'll see you next week.